coming to uh, Bhagwan Sri Ramana Maharishi and his teachings. Um, I was also looking into a lot of things. I was um, associated for a very long time with um, Osho's teachings and then Ramakrishna Mission, which does the Advaitic teachings, you know, uh, yes. the Ramakrishna Mission. Uh, and uh, in Melbourne, there was Chinmayananda, you know, and that were also, I was associated with them. And I think it's your journey what really matches your frequency and when I went through Bhagwan's teachings it's something like you know buck stops here <laughs> yes, you, yes, yes. you know it is something and, and look it's not that other teachings are not right but it's um, it depends how you take them and um, and that's why there are so many paths and no path is right or wrong Mm. Yes, I love what you said about the matching frequencies because I think there's just so much to be said about that just on its own. It's a wonderful sort of topic is actually tuning into the same frequency and mm. Teo and I were discussing that just before um, and we were, uh, it's, it's a good way of actually framing it, you know, the, the frequencies like I like your frequency and I like Muji's frequency mm. and uh, and sitting in, you know, the sort of like umbrella of the Mahashi, so uh, Ramana, Mahashi. So I just think it all sort of nestles in together really nicely for me person, you know, for me personally. That sits really well. Yeah. Um, and look, here, here I can, Ilan, I can add here something very beautiful like i i never listened to muji before before i met him can you believe so oh really yeah, oh, really i never yeah. ever before i knew there was a advaitic teacher by name muji that's all and when i yes. went to lisbon yes uh, for a medical conference and i was uh -huh. uh, and i was just looking what else can i do in uh, Portugal. I was there for um, five, six nights, and, yes. and I and I just came across uh, this place known as uh, Monta Sahaja. Yes. Um, and I thought I should just check it out, and I found oh, Muji lives here, and uh, you know, and he's a teacher, and and I sent him a request, uh, not to him but to the organization that I would like to visit, and. And they didn't reply to me, and I thought, I thought, okay, you know, whatever. And then after uh, a week, when I was um, at the airport, um, I checked my phone, and there was an email. Sorry, we didn't reply because we are just back from India, from Rishikesh, after six weeks yeah. of satsang. And and my conference was towards end of March, so you know, they said it's a quiet time. We are not doing anything, no satsangs, but. If you want to visit, you are most welcome, but you have to find your own uh, arrangement to stay and whatever you want to do. And then uh, then I, I checked it out. It was one of the remotest place, like it was um, known as an area known as <laughs> Alentijo. Alentijo is considered the place where nothing happens. And I, and I really liked, and this is the yeah. saying of the uh, Portugal, Portuguese tourism, nothing happens. 
And I thought it's beautiful if it's nothing happens there, you know. And um, so, so they they sent me a um, couple of addresses. I booked my trip. I took a train, and there was a very small village known as Funshiera where I went. And from there, a guy picked me, showed me a place, and my place of my stay was a old stable which they converted into a uh, you can say like a small studio. Yes, and, yes. And there was no toilet or anything. He said they are they are up the hill and you can stay here. Uh, and there was a log wood. And I said, uh, is there anyone else staying here? He said, no, it's just you. And then if you want to stay where other people are, then you have to come up the hill. There are some caravans. And I thought, no, I'll stay here, you know, in, yes. that, in that forest. And I stayed there. And then I went and uh, met Mujiji. Uh, wow. And that's a long story if I come to that, you know, and, and I'm talking to you because you just said that uh, you, your frequency matches with me and Mujiji and, you know, when, yes. I, when I met him, you know, just his presence was enough. Uh, yes. His presence did everything. His presence did everything. Yes. And and, and, I, and then I went back to my conference because I had a paper to publish and a paper to report. I did that, came back, and then I stayed another three days there with him. And, um, mm-hmm. and it was not the teaching, but it was just his presence, which was uh, amazing, yes. you know. Just sitting, just sitting in just with his him. presence. Yeah. Yes, we, we were planning to go there um, last October. Okay. Oh, October uh, uh, this year, actually. Sorry, yeah, well, October coming. Mm. But we haven't been able to because everything's been closed down. But mm. it is something I'd in our hearts to go and spend some time there when it's possible. The time will come when it works, you know. Correct, yeah. I'm not worried. It'll happen. Yes. Yeah. Definitely, but, definitely. But, yeah, thought about the frequency, anyhow. Yeah. Um, and thank you very, very much for taking the time out and just talking to us about that. I appreciate that. And it might come up in one of your satsangs about frequency. Something might come <laughs> to you. Who <Yeah>. knows? <laughs> Look, um, when we talk about this frequency, you know, this this is an amazing thing. And, and I'll tell you the whole idea about um, frequency is, bring our frequency close to what the self within us is. I I take this thing that there is a frequency on which a person is vibrating. When he is too much in ego self, the frequency is different. And when he is in his awareness mode, the vibrational frequency of the body is different. And when you are seeking for that vibration and you come across a sage, a saint, a person which you are seeking, it elevates your own vibrational level. And that is the beauty. If you look into the places like uh, where, you know, Buddha was there, or recently, I can give you my example. I went to Rishikesh and there is a Yoga Vashishta cave. So, you know, you might have heard about the Yoga Vashishta book. 
uh, written by Yoga Vashishta, which is a beautiful Advaitic text. Uh, I, I would re- really recommend everyone to read it. And you go into that cave, Yoga Vashishta Gufa, the cave, and it's and you would have never heard that type of silence. When I'm saying never heard, like it is it is a beautiful silence. And you know, when was Yoga Vashishta? You know, few thousand years back. And uh, still that place has its vibration. And you go to the pilgrimages, you know, you go to Arunachala, you go to Ramana Maharishi Ashram, you sit in the meditation hall, and that vibration is still there. So that individual body is not there, but the vibration is still there. And, and it elevates our own vibration. And same thing happens in satsang when we all sit together in that awareness. Our frequency changes immediately to that self. And that individual in us, the ego identity, just dissolves in it. So even Bhagwan said, the importance of satsang is more than anything else. Your meditation, your japa, yoga, reading scriptures, right action, they all are good in their own way. But a company of sage or company of truth-seeking spiritual seekers has a different power and it makes you move very, very fast on your spiritual path. If you have listened to David Godman, you know, he was with Papaji, he was with Nisargadatta Maharaj for a time, he was with um, another saint who lives close uh, to Ramana Ashram, an enlightened soul, Lakshman Swami. And you know, he said, my progress was so fast when I was just in their company rather than doing my own sadhana. And same thing happened with Bhagwan in his presence. People who were just sitting there in silence were immediately elevated to an increased vibrational level and their mind were dissolved. And if you ask Bhagwan, like people said to Bhagwan that you don't preach, you don't go, he said, sitting on a stage and preaching is not the preacher's job, or it's not the only way. He said, I'm preaching all the time. And my preaching is more powerful because it's silence. I'm using the purest preaching possible. And he was quite true, you know. He made more disciples, more devotees than anyone else. Though didn't say any word, you know. So this is the beauty of a satsang, beauty of a sage, beauty of a realized being. Because your frequency just goes up. You know, that's why we always say my frequency doesn't match this person or I don't like this person. Or we use the word vibes. You know, I have, I'm getting good vibes from this person or bad vibes. So vibes, frequency, aura, vibration, 
This is all coming out from that same source we all have. And we all can tune into it. We just have to be in our own silence. 